0: When it comes to choosing a new bank, its fees and charges, its customer service, and the size of its branch network used to be the main considerations. Increasingly though, the quality of a bank's mobile app is what interests customers the most. This is because for many of us, and particularly for those of us on the go, our first port of call when it comes to banking is now our smartphone. And with Ulster Bank and KBC about to leave the Irish market, many of you might be on the lookout for a new bank and be wondering which is providing the best mobile experience. So to talk through each of the main bank's online offerings and help you decide, I'm joined by Marty Mini, founder of Goost.ie, one of the country's leading tech review websites. Marty, thank you for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. okay let's jump into things. First of all how do Irish banks compare internationally in your point of view when it comes to online banking and mobile apps? Um, not great particularly in the mobile app space. I think the UK has
1: done some great stuff there's some really interesting uh, kind of tech alternatives coming out over there and they're kind of a lot of them are based there like you will find some funny little blips like in Germany for example they still use Maestro. Um, which is like laser. So I had an incident recently at a German post office while I was traveling where um, they wouldn't accept my, my Revolut card, my KPC card, any card I had they wouldn't take. So there are little blips like that but generally speaking, I think Ireland is definitely lagging behind the market. And why do you think that's the case? It's kind of a typical thing we get in Ireland. Like we generally lag behind. We're, we're late adopters to technology in a lot of things. I see this across the whole tech industry when it comes to smartphones, smart home, Everything, related adopters to tech. The problem then becomes how who should invest in it? Should banks invest in these things? And then you have the added problem of branches. Like, should they close a branch and instead move to an app? How do they justify the spend on an app if they're keeping their branches open? Um, so that's what the difficulty becomes for the banks, is making that decision. And there's the uniquely Irish thing, too, of they know they'll be hated if they close the local branch, mm. even though that person hasn't been in the branch for the last 20 years they'll still be a little bit hated for it. Nobody wants to take that step and ultimately taking that step is what would fund the apps.
0: Yeah, of course. But again, none of this is cheap either and I'd imagine the size of our market here doesn't help. I mean, we're a market of 5 million people. Uh, Investing in technology isn't always cheap.
1: Well, that's the other problem is that, you know, at the end of the day, whoever is running these apps in the banks has to justify the spend and the outlay and the usage to, the, to, to, to their bosses. And that's the problem. Um, but, yeah, the, having a smaller market to actually um, get people to adopt the technology, to adopt apps. And even it's like comes down to old app statistics of how many people are using the app every day. That determines how much investment they get. And again, Irish people tend to be a little bit later to the table. But I think we're seeing a lot of stuff come out into the market that would say Irish people are probably ready to adjust. Mm -hmm. Like We're nowhere like Norway, for example. Norway loves a good bit of online banking. I think it's over in the high 90% of adoption. But Ireland, unfortunately, I think we're in the 70-ish percent. And I think the age demographics would change dramatically there. Like The younger people are obviously never going to be seen in a branch. They'll probably do their mortgage application mm. on a FaceTime call whereas older people would be more comfortable in a face to face meeting.
0: I think the Irish market is maybe a bit unique in the sense that you know, AIB Bank of Ireland, Permanent, TSB, they're all Irish owned banks. They don't have a huge parent to leverage um, and maybe that's why you know, Ulster Bank I think had quite a good mobile app and so did KBC. They both had big huge parents to leverage upon and to use some of their technology to roll out in Ireland which is a much smaller market so I wondered, is that kind of hold, holding us back particularly when you look at permanent TSB I mean up until recently um, it's been such a small bank it hasn't I suppose been able to afford the investment that's needed Yeah for sure and even if you look at it,
1: it's even behind the scenes like I know I met with uh, KBC a couple of times and you go into their offices and they have like this cool fun tech section just as you go in where they have a team who develops quick rollouts yeah. of, of their apps I've been in other banks too and they don't have that <laughs> it, it's very slow it's very uh, very 1980s Bankers like mortgage guys in suits yeah. who I, don't understand the importance of getting fast to market with stuff.
0: I was in the KBC head office uh, maybe two years ago, and I think I saw that section as well. I think they actually had their European technology hub actually in Sand Street in, um, in in the city centre. So it, yeah, it did really feel like it was a hive of activity, activity and a hub of activity, which you don't see in in other banks. Uh, do you think they'll be missed, Ulster Bank and KBC? Uh, Ulster Bank were probably more
1: technologically advanced than people gave them credit for. Like, they were pretty quick to market with Google Pay and Apple Pay. Um, KBC will be massively missed because they were the ones who were kind of... uh, pushing all the other banks over the coals to make sure they were, that they were bringing stuff to market and well doing their best not every bank bothered but the KBC really were pushing the market you know that well, I think back to a couple of years ago I had to get a new bank account and I went to KBC because they had Apple Pay Google Pay even Fitbit Pay I think they even had Garmin Pay like they they bring stuff out not necessarily because there's going to be 100 million users using it they bring it out because it's a new thing that shows they're a technologically advanced bank for a long time I said they were the best digital bank in Ireland and yeah they're going to massively
0: missed so let's look now at what a bank should be offering so shortly we're going to go through each of the main providers but what in your opinion is a good mobile app what features does a good mobile app have i think the the most important thing for me is it encourages you to
1: use it because nowadays i have a million subscriptions if i'm not using my banking app i can forget about those subscriptions quite easily whether it be netflix disney plus all of this stuff I can easily forget that I have a subscription running in the background and be racking up 10 euros every month not even knowing about it. So the most important thing is that the app needs to want, want, you need to want to use the app. So that's the most important thing for a start and that's usability, it's actually being easy to get into. Simplest thing in the world, put a fingerprint or face ID, biometric access to your app, because it takes a barrier away. It means I don't have to remember my pin every time. It's so funny how typing three numbers in is more of a pain. But if I lift up my app and it recognizes yeah. my face, I'm straight in and I can see what, what I can get on to the next task I want to do. Because I didn't take out my phone to log into my app. I took out my phone to see what's that payment after coming out. So things like push notifications that let you know there is a payment after coming out. That's really, really useful. Um, and then to the more advanced security things like... Um, being able to lock your card remotely if it's been lost, being able to replace a card instantly if it's been lost or stolen, I think KBC brought that in a while ago, as well as being able to actually open an account without even having to have the card. So you can open it, they'll give you a virtual card, um, and then you can add that to your account and use it straight away. And virtual cards are so, so useful. So with virtual cards, you can either use the card over and over again without having a physical payment card, or you can have a disposable card where you use it for one, use it once, and then it's gone, and it basically replenishes and gives you a new card.
0: I've used that once or twice, and it actually is so handy because the vast majority of fraud is carried out online. And sometimes there are dodgy websites and you're wondering, mm, you know, should I use this? And of course, if you give them your normal card, you're giving them access potentially to all of your money. So I, I just find that disposable card feature that Revolut has ingenious.
1: Yeah, that that's the, my favorite, probably one of my favorite features with it because especially during COVID, it's like, the amount of times you get hit with an Instagram ad and you're like, oh, I like the look of that shirt. Yeah. And you know, oh, but I'd never heard of that brand, that website, and it's coming from somewhere in Thailand. It's like, well, look, I'm going to take the risk, but if I'm literally risking the 20 euros and that card is gone, there'll be no access to my account anymore. So even some of my older stuff that I use, I try and I try and um, move older payment methods onto my where I have more control over my cards like that.
0: And other security features, like turning on and off security payments, like being able to turn on and off... ATM transactions, online transactions, contactless, is that something you'd feel is important?
1: Yeah, definitely. Again, I have a plethora of cards in my, my Revolut account. Um, some of them will only work online. Some of them will only work offline. Some of them I can only go to an ATM with, all that kind of crack. Um, and again, it's all about having more control over your banking. And the more, like, again, not necessarily everybody's going to use this, but if there's that one person out there who, want, or not one, but like a large mm. cohort of people who want to use um, these kind of security features, they will, they'll talk about it, they'll tell their friends and everybody generally will become a bit more aware about how these features help protect them. And I think because we are moving, again, it's impossible to not mention COVID given the last two years we've had, but it's. I think people are moving very much towards online shopping, trying to keep away from stores a little bit. Um, and I think it's up to the banks now as well to almost rebuild people's confidence in shopping and they can do that by helping them secure their accounts and their payment
0: methods. Yeah, for sure. Okay, let's look then at how each of the main banks are, um, how they fare in terms of their mobile apps. We'll maybe start at the bottom, the worst, and work our way up to the top. I think Permanent USB has to be dying there at the bottom.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, their, their digital offering is, is, is rather disappointing. Um, I, I think that there's no there's no fi- fingerprint access there's no google pay there's uh, i think they did roll out apple pay not too long ago
0: yeah so they have apple pay and google pay but just right there's no fingerprint access there's yeah. no biometric login um you definitely can't buy cryptocurrency like you can yeah, with, no, uh, with some of those um they don't have the freeze or unfreeze card feature either which yeah. i actually have this uh, this account and I whilst I think that their fees and charges are actually quite competitive um for me the mobile app is really really I suppose, lags behind the others.
1: Yeah, I guess the, the, the most damning thing I can say about them is that I closed my account uh, a long, <laughs> long time ago because uh, I was looking for features like Google Pay, Apple Pay, and not having to remember big, long passwords to get into my account every single time I wanted to check my banking. Um, so they just weren't delivering what I wanted. And I, I, I know people will often say, oh, yeah, but you're a digital native. You want all the modern technology stuff. I think there's a lot of people out there that want the basics that aren't getting it.
0: I mean, I wouldn't say Google Pay and Apple Pay is even not anymore. Uh, even a, a big thing, everyone should have it. Now I have to say they do have Google Pay and Apple Pay, but they were last to the market. Um, out of the main banks, it took them a long, a long, long time. Uh, but what they don't have is just they don't have biometric login. So as you said, you're mm. putting in your details every time you go in. Um, they don't have no Garmin Pay and. F- Fitbit pay if that's what you like. They don't have the freeze and freeze feature. You can't toggle on or off any security payments. Um, You can't pay contacts either. So if you want to give a friend uh, who's also with permanent TSB money, um, take out your IBAN details. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And there's no really detailed analytics on on your spending and certainly no push notifications either. It's funny when you say it.
1: It's like I can't remember the last time I gave somebody my IBAN. Yeah, uh, like it used to be a thing. Like you know, you go for dinner, or a few drinks, and you'd actually pass your I
0: band to somebody. What a bizarre I know, idea! <laughs> I know, I know, I know. And, and you mentioned as well, which I think maybe sometimes we forget about, sometimes it's just the ease of, of an app and how it looks and how it feels and how it, I suppose, talks to you. Yeah. Uh, and for, for me, that the, the, the permanent USB app does fall down there as well. It's a little bit slow. It's a tiny bit buggy. There's kind of that two-second lag every yeah. time you want to do something. And it's just not really the nicest app to even just want to open.
1: Like There are some apps that when you get a push notification you're almost looking forward to opening them. Yeah. I would be angry every (laughs) single time a permanent TSP push notification
0: came true. I mean I think they're doing stuff to the app they probably won't be too happy if they hear this podcast but I think they are doing stuff to the app to try and improve it but they definitely need to, to, to up their game this is where the, I just wonder as being a small Irish company as I was saying at the start are they just suffering because they just don't have that investment that they can or they don't have a big parent that they can rely on
1: yeah possibly and I, I guess that the market might have been a bit too forgiving for the years last couple of years with them Um, like you know Banks are sticky. If if you if you happen to sign up to permanent TSP in college, you probably stuck with them all yeah. the years. It's very it's not very hard to change. It's very unenjoyable to change. All those direct debits for your electricity and stuff like that have to be updated. Um but I know it it's one of those things that when it gets to a certain point
0: I'll punish the, the, the bank I'm with to and, and I'll change. Okay. Next is Bank of Ireland. I'd probably say okay but could you measure, particularly given its size what are some of the things that the bank of ireland app does have or the things that you like about the bank of ireland app so i know they've added quite a few features lately like one thing i saw most
1: recently is um they, they have added the, the ability to toggle off your card if it's been lost or stolen like that's a really good feature yeah. to have simple thing to have um they've retained a lot of old stuff as well like i think you can still top up from from your from your account uh things like that um but all, all in all, like the, the app got a big big update last year. Um, it's my secondary bank. Um, okay. Well, no, tertiary bank. Sorry, I have three main bank accounts. That's my third bank. Uh, it's the one I use as my shared account. Um, but yeah, like they've they've got some good features in there. They're they're making progress. I guess if we were giving a award for most improved, maybe.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, like you said, they have that freeze on freeze feature, which I think is, is handy. So if you've lost your card, yeah. you can just freeze it and you don't have to go, you know, cancelling direct debits and cancelling your card and on all that type of stuff. They do also though allow you um, a permanent tier speed doesn't to pay contacts so it's a little bit like Revolut. Yeah. Now reminds you, revolution only allows you. To, I think people sometimes forget Revolut only allows you to pay contacts as well. It's a bit more difficult if you want to pay someone who isn't a Revolut contact. Yeah. The thing is, though, so many of us have Revolut, so it's so handy. Um, but if you are a, a bank of ireland customer you can quickly and easily within the app send money to another bank of ireland customer. So that's a new thing that they've done which i think is is good um but again you're presuming that somebody is a also a bank of ireland customer
1: i think that's going to be the, the growing problem in the coming years as these challenger banks come in is that maybe we're going to start finding that fewer and fewer people are fellow bank of ireland customers yeah um, but then again i think a lot of people will always have the traditional banks in their back pocket for emergencies
0: yeah. Um, okay, so so do, could maybe do a little bit better. They don't now have face or fingerprint login either. So that's, again, pulling in, which seems like such a, a tiny thing to have. It is. I think it, it, it comes back to the first point
1: I made, though, about any barrier that stops me from getting into my banking app is a barrier that's going to reduce my usage of my app, reduce my financial knowledge about all my own finances um so I think it, it's such a small thing but like if you, if you look at it in the whole it's just really annoying to not have I know recently my my mother actually got locked out of her banking um and the only way I could get back into it was going through a phone system um and when I was going through the phone system it actually gave me an instruction to press a number to get to the next step I pressed it the phone system broke every single time I did it because I was supposed to wait instead of press they gave me the wrong instruction um So it's frustrating when little things like that don't work when really she should have been logging in with a fingerprint and never had to worry about that number. Um, How do you find the look and feel of the app? very dated like okay. it, you wouldn't think that that was an app that got a big re-release recently um, it actually feels like you're still walking into a branch in the 90s I can't. I don't know how I get that feeling off yeah. an app but it really does still feel quite stuffy
0: and, and again just not to labour the point even though that's not a security feature the whole look and feel of an app like the same way with the website um, if people feel it just it, it's not modern it, they don't want to use it or it just doesn't make for a good user experience and the perception matters if, if a if an app feels old
1: particularly something that has to be secure like yeah in the back of my mind i'm like well if they're letting the looks go what else are they letting yeah. go? is this secure can i use it yeah um so it does make a big difference in terms of perception how happy you are using it how happy you are to use it and i think that makes a massive massive difference in terms of how much what the experience people are getting from their banking
0: app yeah um okay so okay but could do better, I think we're we're, we're, we're saying there. AIB, um, the biggest bank in Ireland, I have the AIB app, I don't have a current account with them anymore, but I still have a credit card, so I go into the app. To me, it looks pr- relatively modern, snazzy, quick, what I suppose you'd like an app to look like, and what, permanent TSB and Bank of Ireland certainly don't look like. Would you agree?
1: Yeah, for sure. Like, I actually don't, I don't have an AIB account, but I, I have been looking over the shoulder of my partner, not to check her finances, <laughs> obviously,
0: but to, to do tech research
1: and see how good that app is. Um, and I I looked on quite jealous for a long time before I got to the likes of KBC and Revolut because I was with Bank of Ireland, mm-hmm. and I was like, why does that app look so nice? Yeah. And, you know, they brought in a lot of... They were quite quick with a lot of features, like Google Pay and Apple Pay. Um, the, the quick balance. So the quick balance, I love this feature because... Like I've been saying all along, your your bank should have very few barriers to you getting the information you need. So this was just like, you don't need to log in. Just you're 99% or 90. I'm sure the AIB have a statistic. Yeah. X amount of people want to just know what's in their bank account. Yeah and you can just check it nice and quickly without having to jump through hoops and there's no security issue there it's just there
0: yeah I think you're allowed to choose two balances for quick view, and as the name suggests it means you literally just press a button yeah. in the app and immediately the balance comes up um, which is really really handy they're the only bank that actually has it so I suppose they do need to be given some kudos for that uh, they've Google Pay Apple Pay like you said uh, they also have Fitbit Pay um, so that's important um, Bank of Ireland and permanent year speed like i said don't so at least they have a slightly bigger range of mobile payment options there is the, the, the biometric login unlike the yep. other two so that's a, a plus as well i think you can also pay now aib contacts up to 1000 euro and um, within the apps so a little bit like Revolut. but again i suppose the issue is making sure that you it only works if there is you know if you're sending money to another aib customer
1: I would say that the one thing that's a bit of a surprise for AIB is they don't have payment push notifications I would have really thought that AIB who are quite technologically advanced in my eyes Mm -hmm. would have had that Um, because it is a nice little thing
0: to know that something has happened on your account go check it out or ignore it if you you were expecting it and I think that's really important though as well from a security point of view because you know we're always being asked here at Sully, oh you know is my money safe with Revolut and it's probably an issue for another podcast but Revolut now is technically a bank so your money is pretty safe with us but before it became a bank and um, when it was still operating here on an e-money license I, I would often have, have said you know people get obsessed with how safe the money is in, in Revolut in case the whole company comes crashing down which is unlikely to happen yeah. but actually your money is almost more safe in Revolut because of the push notifications than it is in a lot of other banks because you know as you were alluding to if if a payment goes out you're notified immediately mm. Um, and it remind of the time my, my sister and I were in Amsterdam about three years ago she lost her wallet someone stole it she had money and her Revolut cards in it and she was wondering oh do I go cancel the card and she looked at the phone and she was like well I've received no notifications so I know no one's tried to take out any money and it was so handy and actually as it transpired someone left in the wallet now they took the money the cash but they left in the wallet the cards were there you know so yeah. she didn't need to panic really and yeah having those notifications that tell you every time a payment goes out if you have them turned on of course is is so handy Yeah, I think between ease of
1: access to your app and getting push notifications on payments, it's all about you having more information about your account, uh, whether it be by logging in or just it proactively telling you something is happening. Between those two things, you're going to have better financial health, better awareness Mm -hmm. of your own finances, and that can only be a good thing.
0: Yeah. Um, Just also as well with AIB, they don't allow you to toggle on and off any of those security settings. None of the banks here do, apart from Revolution and N26, which we'll talk about. So if you want to turn on and off ATM transactions if you want to turn on and off you know or temporarily disable contactless um, you, you can't do that and, and certainly no disposable cards but but some okay things there I think out of the three we've talked about so far AIB would be the best and certainly oh, looks and feels the best
1: yeah for, for sure there I, I think with KBC leaving and leaving such a big gap AIB would probably be
0: my native bank of choice Okay, on now to Unpost. So they have done a, a, well, they've done a rebrand kind of recently. They're now post Money, but they've also really updated their um, mobile app. Uh, I think this is a good one. Again, it, not perfect in the sense that it doesn't have everything that you'd want, but certainly up there, I think with with AIB. Yeah, for for sure. I think
1: Unpost is probably kind of looking at the market, looking at Revolut, and saying, right, how can we close the gap here? Um and which is no mean feat because you know you think on post they're, again like the banks they're quite old business they've been around for as nearly as long as the state um so the difficulty they're going to have is the older way of thinking so I, I'm not sure how they're set up internally but mm-hmm. it looks like they're set up to challenge and yes. they're set up to really come in and actually kind of throw a cat amongst the pigeons as they say
0: yeah no it is some of the things that they have which I like is obviously again the face fingerprint login I know that seems like such a basic thing but. Permanent TSB and Bank of Ireland don't have that So face or fingerprint login They have the freeze, unfreeze card feature uh, They have something as well called roundups Which is s- similar to the Revolut thing Do you want to talk about that? Has this as well.
1: Yeah, so roundups and vaults uh, that, that these banks offer I, my, my, They're probably one of my favourite things Because there comes a time in the month Where my bank account goes very low yeah. And I forget that I haven't checked my vault Or my roundups for a long, long time yes um and what's happened is every single time i've paid 350 for a coffee or whatever it is these days i try not to look at the price anymore <laughs> um Uh, the the bank will say, okay, you've paid 350, we're going to take 50 cents, round it up to 4 euro, and we're going to put that 50 cents into savings for you. So I do this for a couple of things. I put um, savings for my niece and my nephew into it. I take some money and put it into my vault. And like I said, the great thing is that you're saving money without even knowing you're saving money. It's like an online
0: coin jar or something, isn't
1: (laughs) it? Exactly, yeah, yeah. And And, like I said, the, the most practical use for me is when it comes to that time where you're a little bit short on cash and you, all of a sudden you go, oh, wait a minute, I haven't checked my vault in a couple of weeks and there's a uh, 100 or 200 jurors sitting there waiting for you.
0: Yeah, and then they also have these things called jars, which is probably a little bit like N26's Spaces. So this is where you have, I suppose, like te- up to 10 maybe mini accounts that you can put money in and you can name those jars separately. Is that correct?
1: So it's all about, again, all about sorting out how you can spend your money, yeah. having a bit more knowledge about where your money's going, where, where it's coming from, perhaps and that you again all about that
0: control and increasing your own knowledge about your own finances and i don't think they have up to the minute push notifications but you can um sign up for certain alerts for things like direct debits and credits and failed payments and things like that so you decide what alerts you want to receive and how so by email text or online and then you'll be kept up to date so uh, not quite maybe as instant and as good maybe as revolution but certainly better than the other banks in the sense that at least if something's happening to your account you you get notifications on some of those those transactions yeah and i guess
1: again anywhere that you can get a little bit more information about your account the better and you know there's a lot of banks that aren't
0: aren't, aren't doing anything at all in that space and then of course there is revolution and n26 Well, maybe we'll talk about them together because they are quite quite similar um Probably the winners here by a long shot. Yeah, easily. Um,
1: I I would even say Revolut probably. N26 had a reasonably good start in Ireland. Um, And then Revolut just went absolutely wild. Um, Spread like wildfire. I think that between their refer friend and the split bill feature... Um, people felt like there, were, there was a lot of FOMO going on by not having a Revolut account, and um, I think they've grown to over 1.2 million users in Ireland now, which is uh, I think it's like
0: 1.7. Oh wow, it's crazier. Geez, okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so uh, yeah, like it, I get, it It comes back to the original point of if if a bank, like for for as long as I was alive before Revolut, banking was boring. It was having to go in because I have a check, or I had to go in and get a new card, or sign something that shouldn't have had to be signed in person. Mm-hmm. Revolut do, does away with all that, it, it, and N twenty six they they do away with it all. Um, actually, I, I I haven't used N twenty six in quite some time. Um, I signed into it yesterday and found fifty euros. I forgot it, <laughs> which is great. Um, but Revolut for me, it really does give the ultimate user experience. Um, uh, it's it's a bit of a pity N twenty six got left so far behind in terms of user experience. Yeah. But Revolut between rewards, stays, um, the insurance they offer on the, yes. on the hire, the protection they
0: offer on the on some of the on their, their paid plans. Um, it really is quite incredible. I mean, there's probably, I mean, most people who are listening to this probably actually have a Revolut yeah. account. So There's probably no point really talking about it in too much detail because people w- will know what they offer. But of course, they now offer loans. They're going to start offering um, credit cards soon. Uh, you know, obviously, fingerprint login, freeze on freeze. You can toggle on and off all those payments, disposable virtual cards, which we talked about. There's a reward scheme. You could buy cryptocurrency. <laughs> I'm kind of wondering—is there anything left you'd actually want to even do? Maybe take out a mortgage. I don't know. Like,
1: yeah, like I—I I, I think uh, mo- most people who have Revolut probably dream of mortgages, like myself. Um, yeah. But uh, so someday, who knows? Like they—they they can literally do everything else. Um, I think that what they've done is they've—they've they've put a lot of pressure on the traditional banks. Yeah. Now it's interesting because I think. Anything I've ever heard over the years was people will always have Revolut, but
0: they won't put their wages into it. Because I was going to ask you, right, because I think we can agree that Revolut and N26 are close second, but Revolut has the best mobile yeah. app. But if someone is looking to move a account, so they're, they're an Ulster Bank customer, they're a KBC customer, can they use Revolut, you think, as their main current account provider or N26? So this is interesting
1: because this is where I find myself. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a KBC customer. Um, it's my main bank. And I'm a Revolut customer, Bank of Ireland customer. I have banks all over the place. So I'm not dodgy. Um, but the for me, I'm trying to make the decision now. But where do I move my day-to-day banking to? Um, like you know, I, I can see my partner staring at a statement the other day that said 15 cents for every time she tapped her card on something, and I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, like that. That feels very much like the, the used car salesman scraping around behind the couch to try and find lunch money. <laughs> um, so for for me, it's like, I think. I will have to have a bank like AIB or maybe I'll go back to Bank of Ireland for uh, like I'm just about to finish paying up my car loan but where would I if I need a loan next week where will I get it from will Revolut have a loan that's big enough like Mm. I'm hopefully going to look for a house soon they're not going to offer me a mortgage so I need to keep my and I think it's a big thing in Ireland whether it's true or not I imagine it's true having a bit of a history with a bank seems to be very important
0: actually not really no that, I think that's kind of a thing that Irish people have it, it, it really doesn't matter that much and I would kind of say to people don't let that be the thing that um, that kind of sways you Um What I find, though, is, you know, we still use cash in Ireland. It's dwindling rapidly. I hate cash. If cash (laughs) disappeared tomorrow, I wouldn't care. But we still use cash. And if you want to lodge cash, if you want to take out a lot of cash, revolution n26 obviously aren't aren't for you because particularly with their free basic accounts mm. you only get you know a few withdrawals each month and then you get charged you know an arm and a leg and um, i suppose if you want to if you need a check or a bank draft you know you can't you, you're going to find yourself stuck what we hear a lot though is that employers utility providers they still don't recognize the foreign Ibans. so with Revolut you get a lithuanian iban with n26 you get a german ibn because they're lithuanian and german banks respectively um so, so that, I think, is, is, is the main issue. Now, people get around it eventually, but they say that it is hard and, and it is a pain. Um, one thing that, that Revolut does is, again, maybe listeners who are parents will know, is um, Revolut Jr. Because on post, in fairness, have something similar um, um, on post MoneyMate um, just so that we're being you know, fair and giving them a call out on that. Maybe just remind us what is Revolut Jr. again? So Revolut Jr. is a free option for all parents to have an
1: account for their kids. Again, that's something I've had to use but yeah. my, my family have used it um, and it gives parents a little bit more confidence and it gives kids a bit of independence almost to, to spend to learn how important spending money is and gives them a bit of respect for money from a young age by having their own bank account and um, it gives parents an insight into how they're spending make sure they're not buying anything they shouldn't be buying and all that and it gives them some controls over how their kids are spending as well so it's uh, the first step
0: into uh, banking for, for a lot of kids and And it it gives you oversight, doesn't it, as to what your child is spending – yeah. um because they can get given a card but then the parent has access to the card basically yeah, yeah and I think that when they
1: launched I think the parent could that was the only place they could top up the card as well I don't know if they've gotten rid of that or not yeah and no, sure.
0: I think that they, they, there was a four euro limit I think that's now gone yeah. um but but it is a great feature but yeah you no, know, on post has something similar um called uh money Meet. so that might be something that sways people maybe if they want to go to to on post. and of course with, with onpost you will be given an, an Irish Ivan it kind of feels almost uh, yeah. <laughs> racist to be talking about the nationality of Iband, it should not make a difference it's illegal yeah. but unfortunately it is still something that you we hear it's called Iban discrimination and sometimes it's just the payment system is too old um, but I would say to anyone who's listening if you are thinking of using Revolut or N26 as your main bank account as a minimum make sure that you can get paid into the account by your employer and even social welfare cause actually I actually I was talking to someone and I think some social welfare office wouldn't accept is N26 which seems ridiculous because you have the CCPC, one area of the government, saying this is illegal and then you have another area, another branch of the government pretty much discriminating against foreign Ireland.
1: Yeah, and I, th- I think we're probably back to the root of the problem with banking and all these kind of government organisations in Ireland overall is that they move slow, they develop slowly technology isn't the first thing. Like They're not built on tech. They're built on old systems that were designed to serve people in an office or in a branch. And now they've had to pivot to meet market needs and they're really, really struggling and largely they're drowning to, for, to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the, the mo- these modern digital only banks are kind of smelling blood in the water and they're coming in and offering what they can't. Uh, realistically, I would say people are probably going to keep the dual approach, whether it be a traditional bank plus something like On Post or Revolut. Um, that tends to be how people go now. You know, use the Revolut for day to day banking, so you don't have to pay fees, and then keep your bank account for your wages. Um, I was thinking about putting my wages into Revolut. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about making the leap. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, I can't confirm I'm going to do
0: that yet. Yeah. Well, well, we'll let us know how you go on. So, I mean, I'll just wrap up maybe some of the things for people to think about when they're um looking for uh, an app so things like obviously biometric login whether or not you can do it with your face and your fingerprint whether there's the freeze on freeze card feature or the, the block on block feature uh, quick balance view is another thing now that's only available with the aib um, how easy it is to send money to other contacts so can you send money quickly and easily just using your phone um aib and um, the fintechs revolut and n26 and bank of ireland both have that The rest don't push notifications on spending as you were saying no one really has that apart from revolution n26 and to a lesser extent on Pust, and then being able to toggle on and off all of those security settings so online hms and so uh, and so forth again it's only really revolution n26 will allow you to do that and then disposable virtual cards Pretty much just only Revolut that allows you to do that. Best of my knowledge, just around N twenty six might have, but then yeah,
1: Revolut definitely have. It.
0: Definitely does have us, and then of course mobile payments. So pretty much everyone now has Apple Pay and Google Pay. But if you're looking for maybe Fitbit Pay, Garmin Pay, do your research because yeah. n- not all of them have us. Um, and then of course things like split bill feature, in app rewards, um, Revolut and N twenty six yeah like look,
1: whether it's directly or indirectly you, you will end up paying something for your bank account every month yeah m- most on most scenarios so I guess it's to try and make sure that, that they're working for you as well like yeah. you know like like Revolut for example some accounts will give you cash back or like uh, some, some like, I know some of the modern banks are doing that now as well but if you have something going into it make sure you're getting something back yes. for it
0: and make sure it's a part of that is a good app experience yeah uh, I mean like, just on to briefly again on the, the rewards I mean there are some actually have decent rewards on um, on Revolut um, I mean I got one for Tesco for example it gave me 10% back on my shop and um, they change constantly um, and sometimes you have to go in like I think there's one for Eddie Rockets but it was a available actually in eddie rockets as opposed to maybe you know online but i just say to anyone who's listening you know do check out the reward section every now and then they can have some half decent rewards and i think they were giving three percent back on any apple purchases for a while as well yeah it's tough to get anything
1: back on an yeah. apple purchase um i remember there was a, a, a this is so random like a while ago i was trying to change the hosting of goose.ie which yeah. is where the website sits. And there was a discount in Revolut. Like, it was a massive purchase. It was a couple of hundred euros. Yes. Like, and I, and it, it wasn't a discount, it was cashback, sorry. Um, and I was like, how bizarre is this? Yeah. Like, such a niche purchase. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm getting money back with, by paying with my Revolut card. So, um, yeah, the, the, the range of stuff in there is fantastic. They've also launched stays as well, um, which means you can get um, some discounts on uh, accommodation around Ireland or even internationally. Um, so, yeah, like I said, try and make sure you're picking a, a bank that works for you a little bit as well. Okay, so who's the winner from an app point of view? I would have to say AIB in terms of the the, the banks here in Ireland. Okay, um, I would say Revolut from an overall yep. app experience. Um, not perfect, nobody is. Like I'd say their customer service, that their chatbot is. It's Frustrating, and knowing you never have a branch to go to is a little bit annoying. But at the same time, you get so much from being able to log in easily, being able to see when a payment happens, being able to split bills with your friends when you're out for dinner. Gives you great control over your banking. Um, but there's always that lingering thought of maybe I need to have a traditional bank. So it's it's like I said, likely people are going to go with a traditional bank and a modern bank. So for me, it would be Revolut for day-to-day banking, um, and then AIB when it comes to buying a house.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Um, and then the loser. Oh permanent TSB uh,
1: Unfortunately for them
0: Um, There's lots of people To think about though I know this is just Focusing on this podcast On mobile app experience but um certainly the fees and charges with AIB are quite high Mm. um now if you have a mortgage and you pay it back from your AIB account they give you free day-to-day banking but if you don't AIB charge you for absolutely anything and everything so there's there's just no one there's no one perfect app there's no one perfect bank account it really just depends on what people value I guess
1: and it's interesting because, like my my partner again, for example, she she was she is an AB customer. She's also at Revolut. Um, I made that happen. Um, but it's almost as if the banks are. Pushing people away on certain things, like it's not a small thing. Fifteen cents, I think it is for every contactless payment. Um, that's not a small thing, and like, it really adds up. I think the statement comes in and it's like thirty euros. Yeah, um, I mean,
0: they they charge twenty cents for chip and pin. You yeah. know, contactless is still free for now, but like sometimes you have to pull in your chip and pin. Yeah. Um, and ATM withdrawals At thirty five cents. You know, if you need to take out cash. Like, listen, I'm 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 pragmatic. Banks are there to make money. They're sure. not charities, and they should be allowed To make money. But certainly the fees and charges with some of them, particularly with AIB, I just think is, is, is quite high
1: and the big thing for consumers is you know you can avoid them uh, you can avoid a lot of these charges by having the second card or even have if you use Google Pay or Apple Pay have both cards on your account Yeah, um, and then you can easily swap over and pay and save yourself
0: a bit of money cool um, and then maybe just quickly the, the future What you, what you think we could see being introduced in, in Ireland by, by the banks. I mean, I, I, I kind of say with, with Revolut, I'm actually genuinely wondering, is there anything else they can actually offer? But do you think, where, where's the future? I think that some of the coolest things, and again Revolut
1: were, in, and funny enough KBC avoided this, maybe because they knew they were leaving the market, but the, this whole, the technical term of being PSD2, PS, PSD2, I think it is, yeah. Um, that's really interesting. This is again, back to giving people more access over their finances. It opens up a lot. So what what this is, is basically you, when I open the Revolut app now, for example, I can see my Bank of Ireland account in the Revolut app. So I bypass the whole problem I have of not being able to log into my Bank of Ireland with all these problem, all these passwords that I need. When I make a Bank of Ireland purchase, Revolut sends me a push notification that there's been a Bank of Ireland purchase. So now Revolut is actually making me not go into my Bank of Ireland app and go into my Revolut app. Yeah. But the other thing that's going to come with PSD is PSD, D2. I think PSD2 is also referred to as open banking, isn't it? The open yes. banking. Yeah. The open banking is a way to, think <laughs> to um, is that, you know, we're going to see... St- insurance comparison we're going to see people being able to proactively get notifications that your account is you your mortgage would be better if you had it over here because yeah. there's going to be apps like there's apps over in the in, in the u.s that monitor these things and tell you you can get a better deal if you move and we don't really have that here yet so i think that's what the future is going to be is that all of our banking apps or at least the ones that are moving with the times will be able to tell us when it's time to get a better deal and i think Revolut again by opening up and letting people see information from their other accounts, they're already starting to pull people away. Um, and it's interesting because Revolut are pulling people away from banks. And like I said, some banks are pushing people away yeah. for day-to-day <laughs> banking. So uh, it seems kind of know, obvious the, what's yeah, going to happen. The, the, the banks do need to be careful. They need to make sure they don't get too complacent. I, I think that's it. It's, it's complete complacency. It, it's They think, and it's, it's what I've said a few times, people will probably for the time being have... A traditional bank and a modern bank and I think the banks have found that a kind of a comfort zone like I couldn't imagine what the mentality is but maybe AIB doesn't want people necessarily doing day-to-day banking with them which is a mad idea I'm sure they do mm. but maybe there's for some reason they just want you for your mortgage yeah. or maybe they just want you for your car loan and go off and do everything else With Revolut we're happy for you to do so um, and maybe I think there is complacency creeping in there but Revolut will get to a point, or, and maybe even in twenty six, and in the UK, you've got Starling Bank that are doing similar things. Like, there's a lot of sharks circling the banking yeah, system. Si- they're due
0: system. to open in Ireland, I think. Yeah, I think very soon. Yeah, um,
1: okay. and they they've been making waves in in, in the UK. Um, so it's only a matter of time until these banks start to get a foothold like you know Revolut have gotten their banking license um, that's going to be a big difference like when all these things start to come together and the central banks start to kind of go we're letting them in Yeah, <laughs> that's when the banks are going to find themselves in a real spot of bother
0: exciting times ahead okay uh, Margie, thank you for joining us thanks for having me it was great if you're wondering which bank has the best mobile app hopefully now you're a bit more informed and if you want any more information on the topic just head over to our blog on bonkers.ie where we have an in-depth article reviewing each bank's mobile offering if you have any questions or comments feel free to reach out to us on facebook twitter or instagram In the meantime, make sure to like and subscribe to the Bonkers.ie podcast on your podcast app of choice. And finally, check out our social media channels for a competition to go see Cirque du Soleil's fabulous new show, Courtio, in the Three Arena in Dublin in July. Thanks for listening.